We're so glad that you're taking time to listen to this week's message from Bethel Worship Center. Uh, We pray that it blesses you wherever you are in your faith journey. Uh, We do want to let you know that we are open. Our campus is open. Uh, We invite you to go to bwccamden.com. You can find out everything that we're offering right now at this time and in this season. So make sure to, to, to go there and find the ways that you can stay up to date with everything happening at Bethel Worship Center. But again, Uh, Wherever you are in your faith journey, whether you are uh, exploring more about faith, learning who Jesus is, learning about God, uh, you're new in your walk with Jesus Christ, or you've been a long-time follower of Jesus, we pray that today's message blesses you, it encourages you, it equips you. So God bless you. Thank you again for taking part. Hey, greet someone around you this morning. Y'all can be seated. Say it again. Good morning. Thank you. All right. Uh, Good morning, everyone. I'm so glad that you are all with us on this 4th of July weekend, Sunday. Um, If you don't know me, I'm Pastor Caleb. I'm the student pastor here at BWC, and we're so thankful and glad that you are with us this morning. Um, If you are new with us this morning, we would love to connect with you. There is a welcome center um, out here in the lobby. After service, if you would, go meet with someone out there. And we would just love to give you a gift. We'd love to connect with you. And just thank you for being with us this morning. Um, This morning, I have um, a few topics I want us to look at this morning. And, but first, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, But first, I want to share with you guys about a parent night that we're going to be having next, or actually this Friday. Um, yeah, it's on the screen. Friday, July 9th. If you are a parent, if you're a guardian, even if you're a grandparent that just wants to know more um, about your grandchildren, you can come and hang out with us and join us for that night. It will be on, like I said, Friday, July 9th from 6 to 7.30. We'll be in the gym. Um, it's really just a night for us to come together. We want to partner with you as parents, as guardians, as, as grandparents to help you win at home. We have, we're going to have a panel of myself, Miss Crystal, and Miss Jenny Proctor, and we're just going to have some meaningful and impactful conversations about your students. So if you can be with us next Friday, join us. We'd love to see you there. Um, this morning, we're going to talk about setting the example. Okay? So if you would, look to your, the person to your left and say, set the example. Now look to the person to your right and say, hey, do you set the example? Why is there so much giggling? This is a serious thing. Oh, oh, right, right. My bad. Um, So to start us off, I have two questions that I want you guys to think about. You can think about it now. You can think about it during the message. Or you can think about it later on this week. But the first question I have for us this morning is who sets the example for you? Okay. It can be, um, if there's any young people in here, it might be your parents. Um, for the older generation, it may be the pastor, it may be other people that you see in the community, family members, people who in the past have set a good example for you. But then the other question I want you, us to talk about and think about is who are you setting the example for? 
And you might not realize it, but a lot comes with those two answers. Not the questions, but the answers. A lot comes with that. Because that means we have to take a step back and really think about, you know, who is setting the example for me in my life and who am I setting the example for? This morning, we're going to look at 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. If you want to go ahead and turn there. Um, it's one verse. We're going to look at it. There's five points that I'm going to talk about this morning. And we're going to look at those five things. And this is Paul instructing Timothy, who is a young man that... Uh, Paul is taken under his wing. He's began to disciple him. And Paul is instructing Timothy to set the example in five specific ways. Yes, he could have added more ways. There's more than just five. We need to set the example. But Paul realized and recognized that there are five specific ways that us as Christians need to set the example for others. And not only as Christians, just as people in general. This is something that I believe that you don't have to be a Christian for just to be able to be, to set a good example for others. So let's just look at these five things together. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, this is what it says. He says, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Pretty straightforward, right? So ultimately, Paul was saying, live a life that points people to Jesus. So let's look at these five things, but first let's look at speech. The very first one, speech. Do you set a good example with your speech? Do you set a good example with what you say? What about we look at it from another perspective? It's not always what you say, but it's how you say it. When you talk to people, when you're on the job, when, when, you're, when you're around the dinner table, when you're around other people, when you're around your friends, your family, how do you talk? What are the words you use and how do you say it? Um, I know we live in a different, in a, in a technology based age. And I know back then, if Paul had technology, he would definitely say, set the example, of what you post, what you type, not only with the words that come out of your mouth, but the words that you put on the internet, the words you send through a text, because without realizing, without knowing it, sometimes we don't always set the best example with that, right? We post things or we say things or we type things that are very hurtful, very, very mean, and sometimes very rude. Not saying that we purposely do it. Some of us are probably guilty of, yeah, you know what? She needed to hear it. You know? Like, she needed to know that her hair... No. Okay? And I can relate to that, so y'all bear with me. Um, That was funny. Um, So... But one thing we have to recognize and realize that when we talk to people, our speech is a very powerful thing. Our words are very powerful. Have you ever heard sticks and stones may break my bones, but your words will never hurt me? That is a lie. Okay? Like, let's be real. That is a lie. Sticks and stones will break your bones and words will cut you deep. Okay? So, when we talk to people... Let's set a good example, not only with the words we use, but how we say things. Let's be mindful of the things that we say. Let's prepare before we go out and just start randomly bashing people or talking about people. Let's prepare our hearts to be like, hey, you know what? I'm supposed to be setting a good example. When people look at me, what do they see? Because something else that we might forget is that 
no matter if anyone is around you, there's always someone listening. Right? Right? So even though you may feel like, you know, no one's around, I can say this, I can talk about this, I can talk about this person, whatever, whatever. Well, before you realize it, someone's right there. Maybe your child. Maybe your grandbaby. Maybe that random kid that just comes over. I don't know if y'all have those. Um, uh, But yeah. We need to be mindful of who's listening. And if you didn't know this, it says in scripture that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And I know I talk normally to high schoolers, to middle schoolers, and y'all, they can be ruthless. You know, we talk a lot of smack about how high schoolers and middle schoolers talk. But if we were honest, I wonder where they get it. Yes, yes, they listen to certain music. They watch certain things. But let's remember who's, who's setting the example for them and who should be setting the example for them. It shouldn't be the world. It should be us. It should be you as parents. It should be you as guardians. Um, but in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1, this is what it says. It says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Like I said, it's not always what we say, but it's how we say it. So everyone, let's be mindful of the words we use. Let's be mindful of the, the words that we type. And let's just be mindful of how we say things. Okay? Secondly, Paul says that we are to set the example with our conduct. I don't know about you, but some people have really bad attitudes. Raise your hand, Danielle. <laughs> you ain't even gonna let me finish. Just, that's me. He's talking about me. I already know it. Uh, <laughs> how, if we're honest, because I have students raise their hands because I like to call them out in the future. I'm just playing. But how many of us can be honest and say, hey, you know, sometimes I don't always have the best attitude? Yeah. Like, let's be. See, you didn't even raise your hand. No, I'm just playing. So we sometimes don't always have the best attitude. And we show it. Right? Some of us can't just have a bad attitude and just let it, let it, you know, just let it go away. Let it go. Let it go. You can't hold me back anymore. Okay? But. <laughs> Stop. Uh, so. Some of us can't let it go. We, we, we have to hold on to it. And some of us even just show it. But we're called to set the example with our conduct. How we act. How we treat others. In Philippians chapter 1 verse 27. This is what it says. It says, whatever happens. Say it with me. Whatever happens. Whatever happens. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you. Or only hear about you in my absence. I will know that you stand firm in the, in the one spirit. Striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. Paul is saying no matter what happens. Act in a way that pleases God. Set a good example with your conduct. I have this story. There was, this story was told by a police officer. 
And one day he was riding down the road and he saw this other vehicle and, and they were kind of doing some weird things. So he pulled, he pulls this lady over and he has the lady step out of the car, which kind of sounded excessive at first. And he checked her registration, checked her insurance, checked her license, make sure that everything was good. And he said, ma'am, he said, I, I'm sorry. He said, I just, I, I really thought something was really wrong. That's why I had you step out of the vehicle. So it wouldn't cause a scene. But to be honest, I really thought your vehicle was stolen. And I thought you had stolen this vehicle, right? And at first that's like really weird. And the woman's like, well, why in the world would you think that? And the, and the police officer goes on to say, well, a few miles back, I saw you come up beside this car yelling, cussing, flipping them off. And I was really concerned because your stickers have a church logo. He is greater than I sticker. Has a Jesus is my savior sticker. And I thought you stole this vehicle. (laughs) Like that woman did not set a good example with her conduct. So if you have a Bethel worship sticker (laughs) on your vehicle, if, if you struggle with your driving and conduct, Please go out there today and I have a razor and you can just (laughs) shave that thing off because that's. (laughs) So, yes, let's all set a good example with our conduct, whether we are driving, whether we are riding, whether we are at work or wherever you may be. We are called to be the light of the world. And without some of us recognize and realize, we might be the only Jesus people see. So how we live our lives, how we go about our day, how we treat other people, let's live our lives in a way that reflects people to Jesus. Thirdly, Paul says, let's set the example with our love. Most of us know what love is. It's no, it's no new thing. We, we, we know what love is. We hear about love. We see love. Um, but love is an intense feeling of deep affection. And I know in the past, Pastor Casey's got up here and said that there's different ways of love. You know, love Miss Judy, but then I love, he loves his Green Bay Packers or whatever the case may be. And there's different loves to that. And a lot of us can relate. But did you know that love is more than just a word? It's an action. And it can tie in with conduct. Because I don't know about you guys, but I would rather you show me you love me than you just lie to my face and say you love me all the time, but don't show it. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 through 12, this is what it says. It says, Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from who? God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Verse 8, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Verse 12, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. 
We must go out of our way to make people feel loved. If we're going to set a good example with love, we can't do it just sitting over here in the corner, looking at the world go round, watching people walk down the street, watching people in need, seeing people hurting. We can't do that. We're going we're gonna to have to, it's going to have to get a little uncomfortable in order for us to make other people feel loved. Because when we show love to others, we're showing them what God's love looks like. I have, the, I have this shirt I used to wear all the time, and then I kind of put on some weight in the, this area, right? And so it's really tight, okay? I don't know about y'all, but I don't like wearing super tight clothing when my body's not cut out for that. But, y'all, that was supposed to be like an amen moment. I know what you're talking about. Thank you, Miss Leland. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but I have this shirt, and I used to wear it all the time, and I love it. And it says, show love. It doesn't say, say love. It says, show love. And the reason I love that shirt so much, not because of how it looks, but because of the meaning behind it. It's saying that in order for people to know God and experience God, we can't just always walk up to, hey, brother, I love you, man. I love you, and God loves you. Have a good day. Walk away. No, that's not what God's love looks like. We know, how many times in scripture do we see where Jesus says, hey, you know what? I love you. And then walks away. He literally goes out of his way. He goes out of the way. He goes places he's not supposed to be. He goes in places that he's not welcome. And he doesn't say, hey, I love you. He shows love to them. That's what, that's what Paul's saying we need to set the example with. Not just with our love, with our words, no, but with how we love people. So we need to set the example with our love. Fourth, Paul says we need to set the example with our faith. Faith is believing in something you cannot see. A lot of us struggle with that. A lot of us have very, we're, we're, we're prone to have doubt. We're prone to question. But let me give you this visual, which is going to be a little difficult because you can't see it. But let me give you this visual. The wind, okay? The wind. You can't see the wind, right? You can't touch the wind. You can't capture the wind. But we may not see the wind, but we see the things that it does. Right? So think about that. So our faith, you might can't see God, but you can see the things that God does. And that's supposed to ignite our faith within our heart. In those moments where our faith is, is tested, we, we tend to forget about the things that God has already done in our lives And we tend to focus on the issue and the problems that we are facing in those current moments. But where is your faith in those moments? Do we set a good example with our faith? Do we have faith or do we have fear? Because when we have faith, that means we trust. When we have fear, that means we're going to doubt. So in those moments where your faith you feel like your faith is being tested by the situations that you're facing. 
if we have faith, we trust that, that everything's going to work out. And there may be things we have to do. We have to do our part. But when, when I think about faith, it, it's like, it's so easy to have fear. Because, like I said, faith is believing in something we cannot see. So when we believe in God, we're trusting God, even though he's not, we can't see him physically right here, right there saying, hey, you know what? I got you. You can do it. In those moments where we want to invite a friend to church, we begin to lose our faith and start having fear. Oh, it's going to be that one week that they're going to preach about hell. It's going to be that one week that they're going to call, specifically call them out by name because God laid something on. No, I can't do that. It's going to be that one week Pastor Brian decides to sing that song that no one likes. Which isn't true. No, absolutely not. That's not true. Uh, okay, okay, you're right. But in those moments that we have faith, you know what? I want to invite my friend. And I believe God can do something in their life. So I'm going to invite them. I know I love the worship. But you know what? I believe just as God makes those, those songs speak to me specifically, I believe he can do that with my friend. And we begin to have a different perspective. We, we start to lose the fear perspective when we start to step into the faith perspective. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9, this is what it says. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from ourselves, it is the gift of God. Verse 9, not by works so that no man, no one can boast. What Paul is saying is it's through God's grace, but it's through our faith that we are saved. And we walk by faith, not by sight. So think about that. In those moments where it's so easy to doubt and have fear, know that God is faithful. And in those moments where our faith is tested, let us set a good example with our faith. And not be afraid. Not, not start to doubt. But stand firm in what we believe and what we read and what we know is true. But let's set an example with our faith. Lastly, we are called to set the example with purity. Jesus is speaking in Matthew. He's, he's, re, he's, he's talking about the Beatitudes. And, very, and in the middle, he says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Church, church, did you know that um, helping people requires a pure heart? I actually started to think about this word pure and what this means. And I had the Greek word. I know what it looks like. But I'm not going to try to say it. Okay. For everyone's sake. But in Greek, pure means to make clean. Or to be clear. I don't know about you, but, but sometimes I need to take a step back. Get along with God. I need to purify my heart. I need to purify my mind. 
because there's a lot of things that go in that are pretty dirty. And it's not that we do it on purpose. I get that. But if we're going to set an example with our purity, we need to take a step back and make clear and clean our hearts. And God will help us do that. If there's anything that you want to do to set a good example for God, whether it's helping others, whether it's giving up your time, your energy, financially pouring into this church, we need to do it with a pure heart. Because if we do it with a, with a selfish heart, a dirty heart, it's really not going to mean anything. It's going to be more of an obligation than a blessing. So with that, let's set a, let's set a good example. Let's have a clean hands and a pure heart with everything that we do. I want to read this last, this last verse in Romans chapter 12. And then this is how we'll close. But in Romans chapter 12, it says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. In verse 2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good pleasing and perfect will. My last question, and then we're going to stand. If you don't set the example, who will? If you don't set the example, who will? And some of us may not have been setting a very good example. And there's other things. They're not just these five. There's others. But these five specific Ways that we set the example with our speech, with our conduct, with our love, our faith, and in, with our purity. If we don't set the example, who will? And if it's others, it's probably not the best example. Can we all stand this morning? so thankful each and every one of you are here with us this morning every Sunday I believe there is a reason that you are here for some of you this may be your first week and that is awesome we're so thankful that you're here but there's a reason that you are here this morning and I'm not here to call anyone out because every time that I speak every time I preach I'm speaking to myself in those moments but some of us have not been setting a very good example If we're honest, it might not be all five. It may be one. It might be two. It might be some of us. We've been setting a great example. And that is awesome. But if you haven't been setting the best example. Or if you've been letting someone else set a poor example for you. When we pray, I want you to take some some time and pray. You know what? I want you to be honest with, with yourself. 
be honest with God because I believe God will help you. I believe if, if you haven't been setting the best example, guess what? God can help you. His word teaches us how to set the best example. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for setting the most perfect example for us. Father, I pray that with everything that we do, Lord, we point people to you with, our, with, the, with, with how we talk, with the words we say. Lord, I pray how we talk in, 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 in public is how we talk in private. Don't let the people or the atmosphere change who we are. But Lord, help us to speak life to people. Lord, I pray that we, we set a good example with how we live our lives. The way we do things. The way that we, we help people. Lord, I pray that we continue to set a good example with our love. Lord, because you set the most perfect example. And that you sent your son to die for us in our place for our sins. And Lord, you just show us love every day. And Lord, I pray that we can, we can show others love. We can show you love. Lord, with our faith, in those moments where we have to put our faith into, into practice, Lord, give us the strength in those moments. Lord, when people see how we handle situations, I pray that they see that and they know that we trust you. And with our purity, Father, give us a pure heart. Lord, help us to to recognize and realize when we've allowed things to come into our lives come into our hearts, come into our minds that we need to make clean. We need to purify them. But Father, I pray as we look at those questions, help us to set the good, a good example for others. And Lord, if there's someone in our life who we've, who we've mirrored and we've watched and we, we've looked at and they have not set the best example, Help us to know it's okay to no longer follow in those footsteps. But we follow in your footsteps. Lord, we love you. Be with us this week. Give us a good afternoon. Help us to rest today. Lord, we love you and we thank you in your wonderful name. Amen. Hey, y'all have an awesome week. Thank you for being here with us this morning. Love you guys. And we'll see y'all next week. If you need prayer in any way today, we would love for you to reach out to us. You can go to our website, bwccamden.com, go to our contact page. You'll find a link there to uh, request prayer or send us anything that you uh, would like to communicate with us today. Or you can also simply text the word prayer to 803-676-7566. And we will be back in touch with you to find out how we 
can be in prayer for you. God bless you. We hope that you have a great week.